You're very welcome to the Salvation Show. We're just back after Christmas. We've been away with myself, Paddy Mack. We have Sean McEnany here. And we have a new guest with us tonight. It's Mr. Joe Duffy from Dundalk FM. I Joe. thought this was a Salvation Army. Uh, no, a Salvation <laughs> Show. But uh, Alvaro's <laughs> not with us tonight. As you know, Alvaro is a well-known actor. And he is doing a documentary on bats. Well, I think they're putting the camera into a cave anyway. So we were talking. No, he's no, he just, he just not well. He knew him when he's nothing. Now he's piled. We knew him when he's nothing. Now he's piled. But uh, anyway, you're all very welcome. As I said, this is a show about we take up any topic. And I think the first thing we, we'll take up of Jody, believe in faith healers? Um, no. You don't? No. Why? I just. I don't. I, I, I've. Why? Now that's a good question. Uh. Why? Because I know a lot of people went to them and nothing happened. They was like, wait, come back again. I'm going to tell you something else. <laughs> when I was a kid at school, right, I got uh, an accident happened at home with a teapot of tea with my mother. I had, I had a little dog and knocked the teapot out of my mother's hand and it went down my whole leg and I was scalded. I was about six years of age, just at school. And oh, all over your car key uh, trousers. Uh, yeah, I mean, she destroyed me. Destroyed <laughs> <laughs> me shorts. But anyhow, the, we, I was off for about six weeks and the blister was massive. It wouldn't go down, you know. So um, this old lady lived down the road from me. Her name was Mrs. Moore. She lived in a small little house. I remember her well. And we used to go down and, and we used to clean and sweep around the place. And as kids do things. Oh, yeah. Help her, Bob but anyhow, she came up anyhow. And she gave me truppings and it's come kind of a sweet. And the next day I went down, I was rubbing the skin off the thing. It just went completely dry. Isn't that, that, that'd be old wives' tales. Well, it's not always, it's a, a fact yeah. it happened to me. And it's I know a, that. Yeah. Sean, Sean, what about you, a fate healer? No, I haven't, I, I don't believe in him because uh, of the time I was walking around John McAllister's stay, pigsty with a halter around my neck three or four times backwards. For the cure for mumps. mumps. Yeah, but, that, uh, but that they, they are old wives' tales, but I mean these, no, these Paddy, guys. No, Paddy, no, I don't believe in them, no. Well, no. there was a guy called, I'm sure you all remember, Finbar Nolan. Mm. You remember yeah, him? I do. And he he done an offer, but I know that as time passed, there is a lot of fair heroes, but I remember Finbar Nolan going to a very, very quiet village somewhere in Cork or something, and he, of course, needed a few bob or needed to get his name up. And he was in the village, just on the stage with... Do you know one of the old petitions that you yes. have in the hospital? Yes. One of them yes. behind him. Yes. And what he said to the crowd was, is there anybody in the audience that has suffered with some sort of illness or whatever it is to come up? And this guy came up really, really fast up onto the stage. And he says, what's your name? He says, Michael. He says, Michael Yen. He mm. says, Michael, what is your problem? He says, well, I did off a thing I've talked through me nose. <laughs> he says, oh, he says, and when did that happen to you, Michael? He says, we were playing a game of football in Gaelic, and I went up for a ball, he says, with another fella, and he elbowed me in the nose. And he says, that was 20 years ago, and I haven't smoked right then. <laughs> he says, okay, and do you believe in healing? I do, Fimma, I do. He said, we'll go behind the petition. And he went behind it. He says, I need someone else to come up as well. And this guy came up dragging his legs with crutches. And he got up onto the stage. He says, what's your name? He says, Seamus. Seamus, what happened to you? He says, well, it, it's a coincidence that you have Michael up. He says, I was the guy who went up with him. I did elbow him on the nose, but when I went down, 
my two legs hit the ground. I haven't been able to walk since. He says, that's 20 years ago. He says, yeah. He says, and do you believe in the fate of healing? He said, I do. Well, go behind with Michael. So that was it. Two to behind. The people in the audience knew these two guys for 20 years were never right. So he says, Seamus, throw out your crutches. And the crutches come out on the stage. And the gasp of the crowd were, oh my God, never been without them. He says, now stay cut. Michael, say something. He says, Seamus is after falling on his mountain nose. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's us about fate healing. Now, if there is anything that you want, <laughs> any topics you want to take up. But you know something? That, that he made a lot of money. He did. A lot of people made it. There was, yeah. not, there was no admission fee. It was up to yourself to yeah, donate you whatever you want. You, you put in a wee envelope and you just left in the wee basket. Yeah, and there was th there's this guy in America. I don't know who he is. He's, I can't think of his name. He's got these bright blue <coughs> eyes. And he, he was shouting at the camera, COVID, go away. And he said to the camera, It'll be gone tomorrow. Two years we were stuck in. <laughs> 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 you know Roy Chubby Byrne? I do. Well, Chubby was um, doing a show, and he came out onto the stage, and he was a great friend of remember Noel Markey. Noel, yeah, yeah. And Noel, Noel, Noel him, Rice, that's how I yeah. got to know him over the South Pole. But Chubby came out onto the ground, and he says, um, any of you girls down there, any trouble with the old water walks down below, you know? And because uh, he says, if you do, he says, I'm no gynecologist, but I'd have a bloody good fucking look at it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as I say, <laughs> if there was any topics that you wanted us to cover, like uh, lots of things. We usually talk about years ago in Dundalk. Do you remember this pub, Joe? Yeah. The, the original pub. Played here, Paddy. Yeah, what was the name of the original pub? The Woodwind. No, even before that. Oh, um. Oh. Was it uh, the Tower? No, no. no. I think I know what it was. Right. Well, Shakespeare. Hans. The Shakespeare. Hans. Shakespeare. The Shakespeare. I remember playing. Oh, play yeah. yeah. I remember playing here in the Shakespeare. But then, have you, as you look around this place, uh, just to let people know, we're in the Viper Room on Park Street. It was called the Fane. It was called the Woodwind, and it was called the Shakespeare. But when we were in it, you used to go down that That's hallway. That's right. We yeah. Into the lounge, which was way down the back. This was the bar end of it here. This was the mm. w just where the cameraman sitting is the bar, <laughs> and uh, the rest was the lounge, and it was fantastic. But it's still going very, very well. Of a Saturday night, great musician here. Of a Saturday night, Joe. Was it that was when what Mickey Clark had it for the for the chicken in the basket and all that? Remember that? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That was the tower. Mickey Clark had. That was oh, the tower. tower. Was that the yeah. tower? It wasn't yeah. the same. It wasn't the same. No. No. And then no. I remember playing. Uh, who w was a manager in this place? Was we Seamus? Yeah, he's he was like Ronnie Corbett. Yeah, do you remember? Oh, no, he was I taller. Do, I, I, do, thought. I, know, yes, I, <laughs> I thought he was taller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember. Uh, I remember playing in Paddy Hands Pub, which yeah. is just up the road, and playing on a New Year's Eve when the guys that owned the rum house when they bought it first, and there was about a thousand people in one square. Hmm. It was unbelievable. Those were the days. It was good, but things have changed, Joe. Like. Do you remember anything about the 60s and 70s growing up as a teenager? Growing up as a teenager? Yeah, in yeah, the 60s sure, we, we, were, we were playing in bands six or seven nights a week then. But apart from playing in bands, what, oh. was, your, uh, what, was, what was your entertainment like apart from Well, there'd be the old dances, the Derry Hill, the Adelphi, uh, Black Rock, um, the over here, the Skyline Ballroom. Oh, yeah, that's remember right. That? And the Afton Club. And you know, of course, all the picture houses were, were going then, and 
the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm all I'm filming. The, uh, the no, I didn't ask you about your life. I mean, <laughs> about. Sean, <laughs> what do you remember about growing up in the 60s and 70s? In the 60s apart, and 70s. Apart from that, you were a great sportsman. Well, that was number one with me because you were playing football and you were playing hurling. You were playing you were away every Sunday. If you weren't playing football, you were playing hurling. You were playing hurling, you were probably down the country and playing for loud. But that was the highlight of my growing up. And then you meet the women and that, and it turned your head away. But you know what I mean, Joe? Yeah. You, yeah. Have, you just have to carry on. <laughs> You're straight. You're not straight. I'm still straight. Well, I remember the Adelphi. That was the, that was the number one uh, venue for dancing in the town that time. And uh, great. And even, even Sunday afternoon, you get a great band from Dublin. Oh. Yeah. But do you know about when you're going down by the Adelphi? The trees there, and yeah. the boys be standing. Any odds? Any oh odds? Any yeah. odds? You know. And there was no bar in it. I didn't think you'd notice me. <laughs> <laughs> there was no bar. It was just a mineral, no bar. Bar. No, a mineral no. bar. A mineral bar or a cup of tea. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you go up. Uh, do you fancy going up for a mineral? But uh, a lot, lot of other things. I'm, I'm sure you all. Rem I don't remember. And there's plenty of photographs. Sunday afternoon, the town hall dance. No, I, d I don't remember that. I was too. No, young. I don't remember. No, but I remember. Uh, I remember. A uh, first uh, the first half was in the, in town hall, and it was the time that uh, the Russians were going to invade Cuba. Right. And I was thinking it was a kind of a, it was kind of a pioneer social or something, but it was packed anyway. I remember getting new pair of suede shoes. That's all I do remember. That but then it was run by the parochial priest mm. of the, the town, you know, and. Uh, Father Father uh, Donnelly came on stage and he says, "By the way, just to let you know that the missile ships have turned back," and that's what I remember about that. That's a terror, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you Everybody was scared that time because oh, it was very mm. close. There was to a it, lot you know? of people, a lot of people scared of, uh, you know, the church and all that because they were. But I remember a story just when you mentioned Father Donnelly about when he came. He, to he was a bully boy, don't Yeah, he but when he came to Dundalk first, he uh, was grand. Parishioners and saying, I'm Father Dondi here now. But I remember he called to a house, I won't mention any names, called to a house in. Uh, oh, yeah, that would be a nanny. Yeah, no, 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 he didn't call our house. <laughs> 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 oh, we take him into the parlour. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, he called at his house and he just said that he was a new priest in the area and uh, that he was looking for donations for a Honda 50 hmm. to go around, be able to get around everybody. And this woman says, oh, Father, I wouldn't be able to give you a donation. And he said, but what about the money in the mantelpiece? And she said to him, but Father, that's to get me hair done. Mm. And he said to her then, our lady never got her hair done. And then the husband came in and said, and Jesus never went round in a fucking <laughs> Honda. When you think about the, the control they had, I know you, your man done good for you out in Father Johnson. Yeah. He done great work. He got you guys playing horror and everything else. And he got created a great community spirit out there, which is still going strong. But um, the, the, the rule of the roost, I remember there was a, a dance hall, and I wasn't at it, but a neighbour of mine was at it. In uh, Hallenstown and what was the other place um, um, down the road from it? I can't come to me now in a minute. And there was a dance there every Sunday night. And the priest used to get on the bus and the curtain covers 
he'd be running them out, putting them off the bus. Oh, and he went round the dance, during the dance, and they'd be dancing slow, he'd be pushing them in the bar. <laughs> like, he was obviously getting a hard on, for fuck's but sake, but you know. <laughs> you know. Joe, hold on up. He was uh, getting a fucking but but hard but on, if you he? think about it, if we knew then what we know now, yeah. we should have let him part us, and we could have been single. I know, but... Well, I, I can tell you a story <laughs> about, about, about the priests uh, during Lent. When my father had the dance band that time, Paddy, I think your father and your Uncle James and Paddy were Mary all... Merry Max, the Merry Max. Yeah, the Merry mm. Max. That's exactly what it is, mm. Joe, yeah. So, with no dancing in Dundalk, mm. because of the... But there was plenty of dancing in the north. That's so, my father was just... Uh, he was earning money uh, playing on the band, whatever gigs he could get. But he decided one night that he was going to uh, book the hall down in Glassbrum, just across the board. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, Tommy, Tommy Quinn, the taxi crowd, oh, Tommy right. played the saxophone. Tommy had the taxis. So my father said, look, he says, I'm going I'm to chance this. So whatever money he got, whatever job he was doing, he was in the building that time, they collected money, a few, saved a few weeks for a few weeks, and he had enough money to pay the band. If there was nobody in the hall, he was at a loss, right? So you then the boys in there with the, with in the taxi and got set up and everything, and James, my uncle James was doing the door, and he said uh, about an hour or two, apparently there's nobody in here, there's nobody, there's nobody outside. And how many's out there? He said, well, they're starting to, they're starting to, they're starting to you know, get a bit of a crowd mm. now, you know. But the one, I think it was a half a crown in or mm. something like that, whatever it was. He says, that, well, they want in for, they want in for two shillings. My mm. father said, let them in. Well, he fucking packed the place that <laughs> night. Packed it. And he had enough money, enough money to pay the band again and go over to England to buy a brand new, I think it was one of them, Profisa organs. Profisa, yeah. The priests were, uh, they were organising, they were at the hall. Yeah. yeah, they got money out of it as well, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, but well, it's amazing. I remember it was about tor- twelve or thirteen, and we Stone Town Hall. You'd know what that is, Chris. Stone Town Hall, yeah. and myself and three or four other fellas, and we all we had was a noodle protection in it, um, and one that we speak of, and all we had on on the back of a milk lorry. It was, it was summertime. The milk floor. The milk floor. And it, you know the milk floor was... Like you left, the, you day, you left the day before the gig. Do you remember McBride's had a mi- uh, milk yes, place down yeah, in Castle and yes. Road? Yeah. They were milk floors. And we were on the back of it, and we're heading off to the gig, you know. <laughs> and I don't know, it was, it was, it was, Sean said it could have been two shillings or whatever it was. Yeah. In. But I was doing a head count to see how many was in. But I always remember the guy, the man that was in charge of the hall. This is a long time ago. And he says, I was say, we d- we done a wider hammer, I'd say about fucking, I'd say about five or six times at least, you know, during the night. And your man comes up and he says, if I'd a fucking hammer, he says, I put it through your fucking brain, you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he, f- he fucking lost the head, you know. Paddy, tell the tell the one about about <laughs> Shamey. You saw you said it last week there, and he called your house and you had you had no transport only a oh yeah th- this actually happened this this <laughs> happened uh, I was uh, way way back at the start I remember two things first of all uh, my father as I said my father and Sean's father were brothers and musicians and uh, they, were, they were very musical family like our mothers were on the fiddle and the father was <laughs> on the harp but uh, <laughs> but uh, I remember one time that I was asked to play with an accordion player from Nundalk 
And I, I only knew with three chords. Mm. And uh, your man picked me up and I went down to Drum and Tea. Do you remember the three steps? Yeah. Mm. And well, I, yeah. I knew a few girls from Drum and Tea at the Adelphi and I told them, I, well, you couldn't text them. And then I met them, I said, I'm playing next Friday night in the three steps. And they're all there. And at the time, the big hit was uh, Moon Shadow, Cat Stevens. Ah, mm. Cat Stevens, yeah. And I was singing it, you know. And she said, one of the girls, when you sing Moon Shadow, your man was playing waltzes and everything mm. in the accordion. And I started singing Moon Shadow. But on the way back home, <laughs> he says, uh, I just want to let you know, he says, any of that new pop stuff, he says, you'll not be playing in this band. There was only two of us. Like <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was another time that I was just after learning the guitar, he was after buying a small amplifier and I had a guitar. And people didn't know Shamey McKenna, you know Shamey? Shamey Shamey was doing a stint in Uncle Tom's in Black Rock and he says to me, uh, any chance of standing in with me tonight? I said, Jesus, it'd be great. He says, go on, I'll pick you up at eight o'clock. I said, lovely. Had that amplifier ready in the hall. And, and your hair done was on your hair. And the hair was <laughs> the hair down my back, now it's on me back. But, uh, had no, no no guitar case, just the guitar and the amplifier. And I'm waiting for Shamey. And then he went, <laughs> me mother shit, there's someone out there, won't you? And I went, there's Shamey on the Honda mm -hmm. 50. <laughs> and I says, <laughs> I says, uh, are you picking me up to go down to the car? He says, no, this is the transport. <laughs> this is no joking. And I, <laughs> I was sitting on the back with the guitar and the amplifier on the other hand. Going to Black Rock, and, <laughs> and it was freezing. The hair was back here. The snots were around my face. The tears were in my eyes. And we got to Black Rock. I walked out. I think I turned around. I think I had someone with me hair. <laughs> I'll never forget Do you that. remember the Volkswagen? Oh, I remember <laughs> Joe's Volkswagen. We <laughs> Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, party we used to do a regular spot in the uh, Uncle Tom's Black Rock. Mm. But whatever happened, we had, we had to take this Volkswagen Beetle. Now we had bins and fucking you know sound like bins, bins. Yeah, yeah. Like bins. PA, uh. the whole lot, his guitar and amp. Uh -huh. And he's laying on his belly on top of the fucking <laughs> other <laughs> on the back. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what the laugh was when Joe was driving the accelerator. The rubber top oh was yeah. off, but it was only a stick. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was a wet night. You were slipping off. You'd, you'd be lying in the back. <laughs> you'd be lying in the back, and Joe's flying up the road, and he missed. And all of a sudden, you're in the front. You're right up grand. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says to me, he says, uh, you know, you be grand in there. Don't be worried. Just keep your head down. I don't want a choice. <laughs> but do you remember um, the, in, the, in the wagon? I don't know where you got this stuff. You're the client. I won't. I won't mention it. Don't mention it. No. <coughs> and we got. It could be vodka. It could be whiskey. It could be anything. Oh. And we. I'd be driving along the transit. Oh yeah. Flying along the road, <laughs> and he'd be passing over the body. That <laughs> <laughs> was unbelievable. Yeah. How many times did that happen over all over the country? Like oh jeez, it was unbelievable. So we yeah. were play, uh, playing one night in Castle Bellingham, and I, I can still remember the year. It was 1979, and we were heading up to Castle Bellingham. We were the only ones on the left-hand side of the road, there was traffic coming because <laughs> the Pope, Pope was out to be in, in drama. Well, we thought it was a great idea. We and we, <laughs> we couldn't get across the road. <laughs> <laughs> we were standing there with gear and everything. He said, well, you stop, And we were trying to get across the road. And I remember you saying that night, we didn't think at the time, mm. <laughs> uh, 
I wonder what's on. I said, it must be shite. They're all coming back. <laughs> 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 but, uh, oh, Jesus, they were, they were great days. Yeah. Great, great days. You know, like people don't realise in the band business years ago, there was nothing else. There was no iPods. Uh, there was nothing. nothing. No, no, you no. went to see a band, yeah. you know, and I remember, as play, I remember playing one night in Mayo with a band. And uh, the relief band didn't turn up. And two of us combed the hair a different way, <laughs> went out in front, <laughs> and a drummer, and played. And we were the relief band. And then when we went back on with the other band, the <laughs> hair nobody was cop on, no? And then someone <laughs> came up and said, would you leave that other band on? You're shite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. But the one but thing about it, Paddy, we had money on a Monday and Tuesday when nobody oh, else had money. Oh, here was the That was the thing about it. And it was great, great crack. Things are different, you know. Things are different in those days. Oh, yeah, but... Oh, Sean is something here. What's this? Spo uh, spotted in Asia. Spotted in Asia, yeah. Uh, an Irish, what is that? A masseuse. An no, Irish no, masseuse. Hold on. Parlor, an Irish massage. That? Yeah, masseuse. <laughs> I used to be a massage boy years ago. Oh, that was a message boy. <laughs> spotted in Asia. Very good. Yeah, there was a, uh, an Irish massage. What would that be? An Irish massage. Yeah, we just looking at a photograph here, spotted in Asia, an Irish massage parlour. Yeah. Is, is there a photograph attached to that? Well, that would be, that would be uh, House of Ill Repute, wouldn't it? Well, oh, would be. It'd be, no, it'd it'd be yeah. called Re-Rog's Rollabolia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be Rollabolia. I remember, I remember one time, yes, when you're talking about massages here, I remember oh. we sat in the kitty, we were over in... Uh, I won't say where it was. It's in uh, Asia. No, it wasn't <laughs> Asia. No, it wasn't Asia. No, no, it wasn't Asia. I was in California. I tell you the truth, it was mm. on Venice Beach in California. But it was a part of the beach that was uh, allocated to ladies would come on and you were out there sunbathing and they would say, would you like the massage? Now, this is this had to be cordoned off, mm. say, maybe 20 yards square, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, we didn't, I didn't know about mm. this, but I had, a, I had a trouble trouble with me back and Kitty says... There's a sign there saying that, you know, you can have a, if you're having trouble with mm. your bike, you can get massage. <laughs> <laughs> $50, right? Yeah. Well, Jesus, if it cures me, it's not grand, you know. But anyway, this lovely little Filipino, mm. am I allowed to say this, yeah? yeah. Mm. This lovely little Filipino Philip came on the scene <laughs> and Kitty says, she's one of the mm. ones that, you know. But anyway, I said, I'll go ahead. So she started as usual on the back and everything else and the next thing, I think she went down to the maker's name now. <laughs> 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 but somebody came, somebody, one of the policemen came down the scene and, and uh, took her away. It was illegal. But they mm. were just getting the opportunity. And did she get you $50? I gave her the 50 for mm. one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. But well, I tell you one thing, she was very close to the maker's name. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a pain in my bag since. But you, you front killing me. In uh, Fungarola, places like that, they're, they're all these wee Chinese are going around, they're all very small, petite, ah. and, small, and uh, they give you the massage, and you say, how much is it? I, like you, the back, way ah. back trouble. And um, she'd be there, and she'd be bopping the shite, you know, <laughs> and you'd be there, oh, <laughs> and... But you know, it's sh it depends. If you give her the money first, she'd only d do oh it five minutes. And yeah. then, if, you know, the next thing, I, I'm, I'm shy. I'm shy. But the one <laughs> was there was doing me, she had the clock with her. And it said for one, uh, what was it, a half an hour. Half an hour. She was yeah. there for half an hour. But then when the alarm went off, that was it. Mm. She said to her, I'd like to go on, yeah. a wee bit. No, yeah. bit. over. The game is over. 
So, you, so a little, fi- so you seen a little fil- Filipino girl with an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to him. <laughs> Don't talk to. Him. <coughs> but uh, I'd love to find out what that Irish masseuse mas- or Irish massage. Yeah, Irish massage. Probably easy walk and you get a kick in the mm-hmm. bollocks. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> ah. But there's some people that are brilliant at telling jokes. Like you two guys are good at. I cannot. No, I'm not a good hand at Oh, I, I couldn't. It's I always get flustered and everything else. What I love about. Uh, people telling jokes is especially some people that <laughs> they're laughing before they tell you yeah and you know it's that famous thing. oh you see i heard it before it was brilliant big old yeah big old tells you all the jokes before he goes and says and but i mean just <laughs> the, the normal people and when they get to the punchline they fly past it you know they might say, oh yeah he fell on the wall mm. and then walks away it's not a good one <laughs> yeah yeah but you get uh oh, you get people like that but Anytime I'm going down the town, I always be stopped by someone. I heard a great one, and I'll tell <laughs> them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've I heard them a million times, but it's just a, just a remind you again what it's all about. Mickey Larkin, Lord of Ashton. He passed a while back there. Mickey be always telling you a joke. And he'd laugh at himself. He'd be pregnant. You know who's great at that now, Tim Paddy? Thomas O'Hagan. Oh, th- oh Thomas, Thomas tells you, yeah. <laughs> Thomas tells you a joke and then flies past you. But he, every time you're walking through boys, he's one for you. What uh, did he say? Uh, he was uh, telling me a joke. Oh, he's very good. Oh, yeah. Why, why has uh, Ken and Bobby, why, the ha- why have the no children? Because Ken was in another box. <laughs> 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 silly little things like that. You That's just for you, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thomas. But uh, some some great uh, some great jokes about. I think that I I used to people always ask me, how do you tell so many jokes? If somebody I don't know what it is about my brain. If we're talking, even if you're talking serious, I'm thinking of something funny mm-hmm. in my head. I don't know why <laughs> it, why it good, happens. That's good, but that's... You know, yeah. I don't know why it happens. So you're a happy person, Paddy. I'm not mm. really, no, no. no. Contrary, <laughs> you're what we're doing. Contrary. <laughs> I mean, if, if you met my missus now, she's, <laughs> you know, he's not like that at home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's grumpy. Do you knock it on whatever, no? Oh. <laughs> we've not, sure, we've nothing in common. <laughs> but, uh, no, oh. I, was, I would tell you, I was... Uh, I was telling Paddy that we last year, we grandchild had to be taken up to Temple Street Hospital this evening for a wee procedure, nothing serious. Oh. But she had to go away early this morning. So myself and Kelly had to go up to Marmont to babysit, not to babysit, but take the wee for the school. Mm. So that was my job this morning. So she had an appointment at 7 o'clock in, in Temple Street. No, it was an appointment at 8 o'clock. And she got a phone call last night because we came up at for 7 but that would leave me going up there at five o'clock this morning to let her away and end away, take her up. But that was all right anyway. We got to, she was away and he brought Tom to school in, in Blackrock. That was grand. So I came home about uh, what time? Nine o'clock. Say a quarter to ten, and I put on the, I put on YouTube on the telly, yeah. and I saw the loveliest concert of Johnny Mattis. What it was? It was a kind of a it was live on stage, full piece orchestra, and he was just brilliant. But he was the MC was uh, he announced that anybody could ring in from all over America with requests from the sing. Yeah, and he was just he must have sent about thirty songs. Lovely singer. He had me just fucking mm. mesmerized. Yeah. You know, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Very that talented man. Yeah, and he yeah. was me. Fa- he was me first yeah. person. He's the first LP I ever bought. Double LP right? yeah. of Johnny Mattis. What was yours? Mine was the Searchers, I think, or something like that. Mm. 
We know Rocco Blue. No, Sarge, was it? Oh, that was bad. You wanted the Flintstones with the duck. We had one. We had. We'd be father. He used to sing to us, especially when they feel drinks. Jim Ryan used to do a show there every Sunday. Yeah, Jim be sitting there. If you feel like singing, do sing an Irish song. What was the name of the program? Uh, I tell you what, uh, yeah. It was Walton's a sponsor program, Walton's, 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 yeah. Walton's, yeah. And that's oh. the music and plays in Dublin. That's they yeah. had their sponsor show for oh, 15 dear. minutes. If you yeah. feel like singing, I have all those on. Somebody sent me those on CD, the, you know, the, the sponsor oh, programs. Yeah. And they would never play. You'd say Emco had uh, 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Well, they'd try, the DJ would try and get as many songs as he could, and he'd be only playing clips of the whole album. Yes, yes, yes. Right now, the Waltons reminded me of. It was a Saturday ah. about two o'clock, mm. and you're nearly afraid to ask your father for a penny or your mother oh. to go to the pictures. Mm. And the Waltons would all be four. My father would always say he listened to it because he's yeah. a music man, mm. and he when he would hear the Waltons be a good form. Now it's just him the room for the penny. But that that's the way it was. But I seen something on Facebook there from a friend of mine in America, and she's put up she says. Uh, do you remember the days when you rang into a radio station and the DJ or the presenter played your request? Mm. You know, they, they mustn't listen to us, do they? Well, there's... Uh, there I'm on the ba- this is the vapor room. Yeah, but there was never anyone answering phones in those in those American programs you're talking about, is it? Yeah, yeah there was no one there like uh, receptions answering the phones. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the DJ took the phone call. Yeah. You know, the phone would be ringing, or be just a wee red flashing. Oh, yeah, he'd, he'd pick, pick it up. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know they're, they're sending emails and that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes yes. in every... But we were talking there about cinema, cinemas years ago. Like, there was the one in Silicon's Hall in the afternoon, and then the late one at night. It was... What was the Fopens in the afternoon and one and nine at night? And it was definitely a Fopens, a Trupney bed in the pen. Yeah. What was the name of the film up here in Park Street? There was a picture in Park Street. Oh, an Oriel... Isn't it the Flames of Araby or something? Ah. Some, so wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something to do with And I seen somebody put up a, a, a post off from the Oriel Picture House. See that on mm. Facebook? The Oriel, yeah. I must tell you a funny story about, about Park Street Cinema. It it's, uh, takes in Paddy's mother as well. There was a fella, <coughs> when the brother of a fella who lived in town here, and uh, at that time at, at outside the Picture House in Park Street was always a, a cardboard cutout of say of Clark Gable or somebody, you know. And this fellow I'm talking about, you know, would always say Marlon Monroe would be up, mm. you know, at there and he'd be looking at Marlon Monroe and oh Jesus and you know, grilling over her, you know, mm. and your mother would call him the cardboard lover. That's <laughs> 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 a great name, right? Oh here he comes <laughs> to the cardboard lover lover. Oh the other one, dripping jaws. Oh, um, uh, lantern jaws. Lantern jaws, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but do you remember like <laughs> ev- even as I remember Seneca's Hall or the Magnet. Yeah, lantern jaws. That's fellas with hanging faces. But uh, <laughs> to be two lads there in bubbles. But I remember, like, we say the magnet when the double seats and all mm. that. But you remember sitting in the magnet with your legs over the front seat in front of you? Yeah. yeah. You know, and all of a sudden, then someone would come down. I won't mention any name. And the flashlight at your feet of that. Mm. You know, and you would. But I remember. Uh, remember we Shamey and Nicholas. Yeah. Though. We were at. at <laughs> He'd no neck, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> We <laughs> yeah, they gave a better one. Yeah. <laughs> we were at uh, the magnet one. One night. hung low. Yeah, and <laughs> we're coming at you at that angle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were at the we were at the magnet one night, and we were sitting there, of course, with a few girls in the arm round, and uh, there was a guy stretched all over the seats on the other mm. row. I remember that the ushers coming down, flashing lights, 
It says that. Uh, Move your feet and you go, <laughs> Move your feet and you go, <laughs> And they went up and told us, this fella must be stoned. Like there's something wrong with him. He says, to get the guards, we'll get him out. And the guard came in and went down, of course, the guards came in that side. He says, pushed him, he says, hey you. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> he says, never mind this, get your feet off. Yeah. <laughs> he says, get your feet off this. <laughs> he says, where'd you come from? He says, in the fucking balcony. <laughs> <laughs> There was a man in the Adelphi Forum. <laughs> this is true. He t- he told you about man. He took off. Well, Jen Bracken, he was yeah, we won't mention any of him. Do we know him? No, we know him well. Uh, <laughs> Adam West. He took off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was there was great things from the dance. You know, uh, you walk up and say, "Are you dancing?" No, it's just the way I'm standing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell, you, tell you a good one, Paddy. I was only starting to go to the Adelphi at the time. And this girl, well, you're still in your I was a mineral, right? Uh-huh. Now, so I went up to the uh, Philly, there was a man behind the bar. Philly, Philly, I can't remember his name. Philly, Philly Hughes. Hughes. And Philly was there, and I got two bottles of orange. You wonder what minerals you got? Mm. I went out my hand and pulled oh, Fucking no two shillings. Oh fucking yeah. no gone. Have, oh, have me too as well. You know, they were as good trades. They were as good trades. And Philly says, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. There was only folk for a minute or something, ah, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. But he go ahead. But I was all embarrassed, you know. So didn't I find it? <laughs> I fell down the fucking leg. Me, in, into <laughs> the, line the line in the pocket. In the turn-ups. In the, in the, yeah. <laughs> Me long Johns. There was things like that many, many a time. You know, you. I tell you, funny about 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 uh, <laughs> changing your pocket. When I was when I got a wee job somewhere in town and then home, do your mother with the money with the wages, you know, whatever mm. it was, only about fifteen or sixteen shillings. But she always gave me a half a crown. Right, I was a, fr- a Saturday night for the chips and Tommy Tordies. Oh, oh Jesus, yeah. yeah. Quit. But anyway. We're going to Mass anyway, and I have half a crown in my pocket, and a few bits of odd change as well. And you know that time you were walking, you had your scene putting money on the plate, it was great. You know, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But I put the half a crown on the plate, they thought it was a penny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. And when I came out, when I came out, I, was, I thought, I think oh, there was two pennies Jesus. in my pocket, and no half crown. <laughs> you couldn't go back in and say, you know, I want money or that, you know. <laughs> give, me the, give me the change for half, half a crown. Take sixpence out of it or something. No, no. Well, I tell you, I remember the priest in Northbridge. Well, this is when I be seven mass, you know. But oh, um, seven, Joe. Mm, yeah. Oh, but anyhow, really. it's a wee red. That's see me hair is powered in the centre. You know why that is, don't you? That's the boy. Can you? Anyhow, you be going going round and you'd have the thing and the priest be saying with a book, right? And he'd fucking say to you, um, right, Sean McEnany, one pound. Paddy McEnany, two and six. He, dro- he dropped the tone of the voice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're in trouble. You know, and anyway, but it, it, everybody, it, it, once it was a pound, one pound, <laughs> and then ten shillings, yeah. and then two shillings, two and six. You know, <laughs> oh, I love it. What would you call that? <laughs> Hatred. There's no other word for that. I can't think of the name of it. Throwing your voice, anyway. Yeah. Extortion, isn't it? Extortion. Extortion, Extortion yeah. that's it. I said, no, oh, you know what it is. I remember uh, there was um, oh, there was in in my day, of course, there was uh, you had to go to nine mass in school, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we used to meet the boys of a Sunday Sunday evening. Say, 
well what color you know you had it had the color well, of the, the vestments, vestments. Yeah. Yeah. you know and you go in the next year mass yeah because it was all in latin at that That's time right, yeah. and they say oh you were you were at nine mass i was so what color was the priest wearing purple sit down you know <laughs> one of the boys wasn't at mass one sunday and i met him i said were you at mass on sunday i was yeah what <laughs> color were they they were green they weren't they were red I was killed. I Honestly don't believe God, it. Six in each mm. hand. Oh, that was yeah. Unbelievable because I didn't know the colour. Tell you one thing, De La Salle boy, it was there were some queer boys in the teachers. Oh, and they were all frustrated, Paddy. Oh yeah. Sean. Yeah, yeah I was no at, I was at De La Salle, yeah. They were upstairs, and I know they were fucking chewing yeah. the bishop, chucking yeah. the bishop, fucking every night, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that's why they, they have double. They'd be in bed, open the bedroom at nine o'clock at night. Now yeah. I remember brother, and he was a, he he. He was kind of fucking bit nutty, you know, to tell you uh, the truth. Uh, he, he wrote this, he read this book. Lee Ball, what was it then? And the Detectives, right? And Elvis uh, Costello. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was going around reading this to us. It was nothing to do with a fucking... Lessons, lessons at, all, no. at all. He was carried away. Sure, the man yeah. was fucking mad. Well, I remember, no. I remember. But you can't blame him because yeah. he was... Uh, no, no, I remember now. At, remember the, at the moment, at mm. the moment, we have to send our condolences to Jerry Foran's family. Oh yeah, because Jerry passed away. Another uh, fucking yeah. fine entertainer. Another fine entertainer. Yeah, singer songwriter. He wrote some lovely books. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. I've one at home. I've two of them at home. Mm. But I remember, we were in between teachers. They couldn't get a teacher to teach us, and we had, do you remember Jerry Bourne from the Castan Road. Yeah. Jerry was helping yeah. out, and he go in and back. And we'd be sitting there on our own and talking shit and then this fella came in and he sat down and he says hello and we said hello and you know in teachers that time you're waiting for a, a, a cane to come mm, out that's right. the leg of a mm. table or something and he sat down and he says i'm gonna read your story and he read stories the whole day and i said my god i'm really said, this is mm. great he was in the next day and he says uh, can anybody sing and i said paddy mac can he says, no, no, I heard him. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, and he said, do you know who that gentleman was? You would all know him as Ray Stone. No, Ray McDonald. No, no. And he showed us that photograph of the Paragon 7. He says, do you know anyone in that photograph? And everyone said, Jerry Foden. Mm. He says, do you know anyone else? He says, no. He says, that's me. And I remember when Ray Stone was on Radio Carousel and then he went on to LMFM. Mm. I met him, we were doing a gig one night, and I was just standing there talking. I said, do you remember uh, you teaching the Dita Sal? He says, yeah. He says, was your young flat? And I said, no, it was me. <laughs> he nearly died, <laughs> honestly. You know, it was, it was the best. And what was you just standing in as a teacher? He just stood in as a teacher. Oh, uh, yeah. I stood in the teacher in the DKIT. Did you, yeah? Yeah. Did you know that? See that? You all think that. And I was in a movie. We always told you a comment. Just not Alvaro. <laughs> yeah. I was in a movie. That's too. right. Some other son. We were the band playing in the pub. Oh, we had, you ever seen that bit of that, Paddy? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I remember... You, I remember you got a check for that, didn't you? We did. We yeah, got a check. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remember having... I remember the contract. I think the contract's still at home that we could be called for a part any time. They never rang us. When you're talking about Ray Stone on Radio Carousel, was it you guys when when into the talent competition no, and he's won it and you didn't get the prize or something. No, no, what happened was, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to mention any names in this, but... I think you know it was out in, yeah. in Castleton Road. No, it was on 
Fairways Hotel. Oh, it was on a Tuesday night. There was a ta- <laughs> oh, chicken in the basket, yeah. was it? No, it was a uh, <laughs> talent contest on one night. And we seven that brought out the Mary Maxman then, done it. And Lord rest me, mother rolled out. We got to the final anyway. And there's a girl, a well-known entertainer, was one of the judges who I knew very well. And anyway, the whole lot was over. And I met her, and she gave me a kiss. She says, oh, he's, he's walked away with it. So that was grand. We were sitting waiting to be called. And what was on it was a recording contract, mm-hmm. as in you could do an album, and that's it. Try and sell it yourself. So we thought, brilliant. And then the gentleman got up, and he mentioned, in second place, was us. We got two portable televisions, <laughs> black and white. We just didn't get them. I thought you didn't uh, get No, we got them eventually, but then I sold it. I said it was black. It was no good. You get it up. Like at that time, you put it in the area. Stones for a job. Yeah, they were uh, terrible, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, that's the way it was, and it was it was fixed. And I know the lady that won it. Uh, I still see her every so often. I says, did you get it? And she says, no. So she didn't get the contract. Jesus. Who was running this? Oh, uh, uh, Radio Carousel. Well, well, you, I oh, was. That's you, that's <laughs> you, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Opportunity Knox? I remember Opportunity Knox. I was an Opportunity Knox. Oh, band. Well, there was a girl who used to follow us around, and she put it in the form and put us in for Opportunity Knox. Oh. We were called New Revival. New Revival, well, yeah, it was. This is Huey Green. Yeah. This is Huey Green. Now, Huey Green, behind the scene, hadn't a brat. He had yeah. a machine, you know, we. Monkhouse was our road manager at the time, but he decided he'd be here, he's, he couldn't do enough with you, he'd let do it. And your man, he, 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 he got in Huey's way, because there was another English guy, guy there controlling the yeah. microphones and stuff yeah. like that, you know, and, and uh, he got <laughs> Next to see Jim being pegged at the door. I couldn't watch it. It was creepy grin. I mean, just see them coming. Monkos, sorry. Monkos. Yeah, Monkos, Jim Monkos. <laughs> but uh, there was. Ah, no, no, no. <laughs> but uh, there was uh, like things like that. I, I was on television. A he couple was an awful liar. A couple of shows. I remember one when, when we were playing at the gig. You remember this, buddy? And Danny McKay was the drummer. Do you remember Danny from Colhen Street? He's living in Canada now. Yeah. And anyhow. He'd probably playing, be watching this. Playing football and fucking halted himself. Couldn't come to play drums that night. It was Sammy Collins, wasn't it? Yeah. So we, he always told me to play drums with a fresh man. So we said, oh, no, we're not so bad. We did Kitty and Jim sitting there and just hit out with him. Thought he had it. He, he broke his wrist. He broke his wrist. He couldn't, he couldn't play. He, couldn't he never play. played. He was that big of a liar, boy. <laughs> he was unbelievable. Oh, he was serious. Wasn't he? Yeah. I remember there was a competition of liars, and one fella says, the Golden Gate Bridge, I jumped off it, into the river, swam up to the side and got out. And all the crowd are cheering, the other says, what about that? He said, what about it? I seen him. (laughs) 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 Right, we got a topic now. This is, do you know those ring doorbells? Yes. Press the thing and shows the camera. This is our new invention here. So what? Th- well, then you'd have to order yourself. Th- this is, this is a, it's a floating doorbell. Yeah, with a camera on it. With a camera. So when you ring the doorbell, it comes. No, this thing is in your house, and it's going to monitor your All house. All right, okay. Oh. This thing's going to be flying inside your home. 
with a camera on it. Oh, interesting. Oh, it is a new thing. It's like a, it's like a hobo. Yeah, it's like a it's drone, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a drone, and it keeps it keeps snakes in your house. Yeah. Uh, I think all the fairs would break up now, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're busting for a shit, you may forget about it. <laughs> you know, where you get away? Do you know? Imagine that. It's a, it's a floating thing with a camera that goes around. Yeah, I'll, I'll show it on the video on you. Yeah, we show it on the video, but. It is unbelievable. It goes around your house and it keeps your house safe and all that. Would you have one? No, I would. I wouldn't have one because you could be sitting there, you know, be big fart <laughs> and, the and then, then you see. You know what would happen? That'd take over your life. That'd be, you know, you'd be laying in bed and all of a sudden you get. But it only activates <laughs> when the doorbell rings. Is that right? It's a, no, it's a constant thing in your uh, house. Oh, is that right? So when you leave the house. This thing activates and it's just flying around. Yeah, but ima imagine that in your home and you know the hoover that goes around on its own. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then the lawnmower and they go, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Oh, it's just that there's so many. Imagine that, but. But imagine you take, you look back uh, years and years ago, people have seen the likes of a drone or uh, these uh, lawnmower things. Mm -hmm. that, uh, like they think there was a. That's magic, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So even, I was talking to a lady on the bus the other day and they were talking about uh, it raining, you know, and you had to go down, take the clothes in of it, ah. and now to put it into these dryers. I have one myself, it's one, mm. there's no tubes in it. Yeah. It condenses all and everything. And there was none of that in our days. And then a fellow behind me said, someone mentioned the mangle, he says, I hate it, mangles. Hate it, I said, why? He says, there used to be the last button so when my mother mangled and we be going to a dance and no buttons <laughs> we all broke, broke. <laughs> i says uh, yeah says our kids wouldn't know any difference and and in our day we used to pick spuds says nowadays they wouldn't even pick them up to play it <laughs> right, here's another one we've got another one here all right so watch this guy i i actually seen this one a, a guy who puts a ladder up a wall very very in a novel you'll see it now on the video it's in an awful uh, angle, and he goes up to do something. Instead of putting the ladder up straight mm. and only going up a wee bit, oh, and uh, he's got he fell. <laughs> but uh, Joe, if you were going up a ladder, would you have someone down the bottom holding? Yeah, it? you would. Yeah. Sean, would you? Absolutely, yeah. 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 Well, I, I, uh, number one, I wouldn't go up to that. I wouldn't go. Up. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Oh, <laughs> I get it hard to go upstairs. No, but. Would you walk under a ladder? No. Why? Are you superstitious? I probably am. I, just no, you mean, I wouldn't think you're superstitious. It's because everybody else fucking does it. I'd be afraid yeah. of someone falling down on top of you. Yeah, or someone but, you know, but, right. If you you say, we just said there was someone up there and they were putting bricks or doing something like that. Or a hammer from from far, and you bang on the skull. And then yeah, right. We talk, we talk about superstitions. One is I remember, don't put them new shoes on the table. That's right. Is that a superstition? Yeah. Do you know any other superstition? Yeah, p putting an, an umbrella up in a, in a house. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, don't look at a new moon through the window glass. Yeah, right. If you're oh. in the house and you're in the seat of new moon, don't look through the glass. You have to go outside and look at it. Never knew that. Never heard of that. Never knew that one. Do you know if it's new? Because it's big. It's on the calendar. <laughs> It'll say on the calendar. Well, they used to say years ago, turn your money in your pocket when you see a new moon. You remember that? You turned your money in your I pocket. I remember you, you could peel an orange in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you there's one too, there's one, there's one, I, I, I love this one. On New Year's Eve, 
at 12 o'clock, you open the front door, you open the back mm. door, so let the old one out and the new one in. Yeah, I remember that when yeah. my father used to say, well, you shut that fucking gate. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, you have to, um, the eldest in the house, or the dark in the house, carried the coal in the front door. The door was open, bring, bring in bring the, the coal, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there was some... Oh, well, I, know, I know a man, I know a man now. That uh, he would not leave the house of a Good Friday or a Friday the thirteenth. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of people were. A lot of not people. he wouldn't uh, even if he was in to buy a car. That's right. Yeah, I remember. He wouldn't. He wouldn't he, if there was a one or a three in it, he wouldn't buy it. Yeah. yeah. He said, "Take that back." Mm. Oh, yeah. Things, things like that, yeah, yeah. you know. And then you have the magpies. That's right. Yeah. What one is the What is the poem? One for sorrow, two for joy, three for girl, four for boy. I can tell you, I can tell you a funny well, story about well, my. Why about five, four? Uh, huh? You only said four. That's yeah, all well, we know about. That's seven, all there's seven magpies: one for sorrow, three two for, for joy, three, three for, for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret. Oh, never to, never be, told. to be told. But I tell you, I'm we not superstitious. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a funny I story. Just a true funny story. We were down and myself and that man over there, Mickey T, and the photograph there. We're down cycling round. My brother Patsy, Lord rest him, mm. and Flyer Begley were down, and we cycling round Leitrim and, and uh, Sligo. Who's Mickey with us? Who? Yeah, yeah. Mickey, oh, Mickey, I, I, Mickey, I, I Mickey and I were, were yeah. travelling. Sean, that that is my uh, father-in-law who's no longer with us. I give Sean photographs. Oh, we cycle around on, on, on bikes and round Leitrim, Roscommon, and Sligo and Mayo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. And uh, well, anyway, we're down, and we talked to two boys with us, Patsy and Malachi Begley, myself and Mickey, said, and the two boys. And my brother, my kiddies, the wife's brother-in-law has a has a holiday home down in Leitrim, a fabulous, fabulous place. It was came an old an old farmhouse, but it was a massive old really old Irish stone and everything. Mm. Beautiful yeah. place. Well, anyway, I was in charge of everything, and lads, you're not supposed to no smoking in this house. These people are non-smokers, and they'll be down here next week. And if they smell smoke, I'll be in trouble. Right? Mm. There's your room, and there's your room. Mickey, Ted, and I were in the other room. So anyway, the boys will be washing their clothes anyway, the under, especially their underwear and the second all, mm. all that day. So anyway, my brother Patsy, he said he hung his he hung his underwear on the on the wall and the, out the back on the trees there. You know, sometimes you hang them on the trees. And he's I was the cook. I was I was there cooking the dinner or the breakfast. And he says, hopefully uh, he says. There's some there's somebody lifting my underwear and I don't know. He said, That's the second thing <laughs> fucking happened here and there's something going on here in this house, you know. And uh, and I know who it is, he says. I ain't fucking know it is. It's them fucking crows and the magpies on that tree over there. <laughs> Patsy, it couldn't be the fucking troll crow, crows or the magpies that lifting your nose. How do you know? You know fucking everything. Because <laughs> I wouldn't fit them. <laughs> 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 there was a, a lad uh, a lad on Facebook that says uh, to the person who stole my wife's knickers off the line, I don't want the knickers, I just want the ten pegs back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That happened to you, Paddy, didn't it? What? Uh, what did you buy today? I bought uh, six bush lights, six bud light, and I love them, tall boys. Tall boys? Uh, how much would you drink a day? Well, what day? Regular day, I don't know, maybe a couple beers, depends. Weekend, maybe, you know, five beer. Two drinks a week. What do you think of that? Well, that's just not uh, feasible, not in this country. Well, come on, man. Two drinks a week. What's that going to do for you? 
I mean, that doesn't even get you through a day. A reasonable amount, if you're, I mean, if you're at home, you'd be able to have like uh, four beer. That's just, that ain't, that's just two more. <laughs> I mean, I'll have six, but four is a fair number. But there shouldn't even be guidelines anyway. Why are you gonna tell me how much I can drink at home? Well, I guess the idea is, would you be concerned that you're at a higher health risk if you're drinking too? No! That's the, the main point here is why are they telling me what I can drink at home? What, can I have uh, two liters of pop? Can I have two liters of pop? Well, what's more healthy? Four beers or two liters of Coca-Cola? Do the math. So I'm guessing that this information about the new guidelines isn't gonna change your mind. It, it's heartbreaking and I can't even believe it. Rock and roll! Oh, wait a minute. You can't handle the tooth. <laughs> Listen, Martin, what, what, what about, do you, do you drink beer? Yeah. Do you drink it at home? I would be, I'd be a Guinness man. At home? Um, very little, no. No. About how many pints would you drink a night if you were out? Oh, I'd really a couple. About three. Three. And if you're out for the weekend, we see you out here I'm, every Saturday. No, 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 I wouldn't be a big Guinness. Compared to years ago, you know, it wouldn't be nowadays, no. So the the guy we seen on the video there, he said that two two drinks a week. Would you be for that or against it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be for that. Yeah. <laughs> two barrels. <laughs> two barrels. <laughs> uh, you know, if 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 a law came in that said you're only allowed two drinks a week, how would you feel? I cut me throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to be honest with you, your body would think you got your throat. <laughs> Sean, if there was a law out that you were only allowed two drinks Mind a you week. Mind your own business, mate. <laughs> 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 no, I tell you, no, I do. Uh, yeah, I like I like a pint of Guinness. I do. I like a pint of Guinness. How many would I drink in a night? Maybe four. Four, you see, but that's... What, four half ones? Yeah, but that's... I, I didn't <laughs> have it with a half one. You didn't ask oh, me about no, half no, ones. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you, you usually, well, if you haven't... Yeah, we, have, we, are, we are seasoned drinkers. Mm -hmm. I know, every season. <laughs> but, uh, like, I, I don't drink at the moment. Uh, yeah. Well, at the moment, they say, but... But I you did. You I did. did. The mm -hmm. last drink that I had was 36 years ago. Nobody. And I think the pint was only... I know it was 50 pence yeah, in Yeah, because you heard her putting it up to two yeah. pence. That's where you stopped Yeah, drinking. no, it was 50 <laughs> pence in Yuri. I think it was 68 here in the south. Mm. For a pint, and the people were complaining. Myself and the brother were playing in Uri, and the bus used to run a bus down to hear us just to sort of get 50 pence a pint. And they come home stoned, they might have only saved about 20 something pence. You yeah, know, it's, it, a, it's, it's a uh, fact of getting it. It's like years ago when people went up to Falk Hill and a Good Friday, Falk Hill and Cross Midland. Mm. And be, uh, when you go up there, everyone from Lundalk was above in the land. Oh, well, but, well, I can but tell you, I can tell you. A uh, couple uh, of clothes well, here. I, I, when I walked in Echo, I never went, I would never, I never went out on, on Good Friday. But when we walked in Echo, all the boys that were um, finished at three o'clock, mm. they all head for the forge in Falkhill. Oh, and yeah. I can tell you, it was absolutely chock-a-block. Mm. I remember... All the locals used to leave yeah, it, I remember someone asked me, are you going to forge in Falkhill? I said, why are you bring your guitar, will you? I remember that. And I remember that, like things have changed. We were talking about uh, the church and all that. But on a good Friday, there was always fish. Mm. And at 3 o'clock on a good Friday, you stopped for the crucifixion. Everywhere yeah. closed. That's for right. An hour, for two know? hours. For two hours. From two to four, remember? Yeah. yeah. You know, and then you went back and not a bother. You had a few drinks in you, but you never, 
You know, but a lot of people said that they, they would prefer Easter than Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Because when you're, when you're at, at, at Easter, you tend to go off it for not the whole of Lent, but maybe the last week, Holy Week, and then on, on Easter Sunday, you're dressed up. There's right, a yeah. lovely photograph of my father, his Paddy's father, and there was five brothers in it. And they're obviously dressed of an Easter Sunday, and they're all in a row on Hanradi's there. Yeah. They don't yeah. They're not, not there anymore. It's uh, the Green Mount now. Is it Green yeah. Mount? But anyway, no, but across the road, and this was across oh, the road. Oh, yeah, there was two Hanradi's, wasn't it? Because there was, there was always a piano in, in yeah. Ernest. There was no piano over in the Green Mount. So my father would see the piano show. Jesus, Hi, that yeah, was that was it. But it was a lovely photograph of the three of the five boys standing all dressed up on the line yeah. in, in Hanradi's yard. And they just loved that Easter. Mickey Tit, you know, would yeah. say, rather have, rather have Easter than But you know, Lent, I know Lent is starting shortly. Did you ever go off the drink for Lent? You know, did you ever say, well, I yeah. I'd done a week. Yeah. I did. I've done a week. Mm. No, I've done the whole seven weeks. Well, can I tell you something? I work with a man that was a heavy woodbine smoker. Ah. And maybe four or five, maybe six pints a night. And every Lent... He would quit, quit the cigarettes and the thing, and the water boy would be bulging. That and that's that Easter Saturday. He would down to Connivy's here. Remember Connivy's yeah, yeah. yeah. in the Connivy's, yeah. and the pints and the smoke. I mean, the same Sunday morning, good Sunday morning. Yeah. And he used to they're not at home in the pan. That's where he warmed and they're not in the pan. Ah. But he, he yeah. just oh yeah, the people like that. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, there was no microwaves there. I remember my father coming in, heating up stew mm. in the pan, frying stew. Mm. Yep. There was, a, there was a, a, a lovely story too about about Billy Coleman, Lord Reston, the photographer in Duffness. The boys would be, my father would be playing maybe Unis, say Unis of a Saturday night. So Billy Coleman and the boys, and, you know, our uncles would be there and so we'd sing a song with me, Mighty. Mm. And we all end up in Katie's house. And Katie had a packet, no fridge at that time. She had a packet of sausages, a dozen sausages in wherever she had them in the pantry. And Billy Coleman, <laughs> Billy Coleman, scullery, <laughs> well, scullery, yeah. Billy Coleman was given the job of cooking up these sausages on the, on the range, you know. And Billy said, I've been wondering why. And Katie was fed up, you know, I'm not cooking nothing for you. Cook it yourself. And Billy put the sausages on the pan. And he says, they're not, f they're not cooking. Hey, boys, these sausages are not cooking. <laughs> That's because the fucking skin's on them, you <laughs> see. <laughs> That's right, you had to take the skins off. Dollies. Yeah. yeah. You had to de-skin de them. Peel them in there. Oh, God, just remember another that. Another time, too. Another time, too, when the boys would be of a Monday night, they all went down to the Met down in the Lizard Arm. It was Egan. Egan's that time, wasn't it? It was before it was called the Lizard Arm. It was Lizard Arm, but John Egan had it. But anyway, the boys would be counting the money. You know, what have you left from the night before? Like, well, I have sixpence, and now you've got this, and now you've got that, this. Maybe they mock, maybe with five or six, whatever it was, maybe a pound or maybe two shillings, mm. maybe it could be six of them, you know. So we had, they'd head up, instead of going to the list of arms, went down to Unis, Una Hanradi's. And my father would play the piano. So everybody got three stouts, or maybe four stouts, four bottles stout. And Una would put up two rounds. So then once the boys got in, mm. with a few pounds of hand, <laughs> and entry fee, in, yeah. <laughs> make the boys stay. Yeah. So I'd, I'd put up two rounds. Well That's the way it worked. That was on the left hand, on this, on... Remember uh, Owen Belton's side? Yeah, 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 but yeah. there was a Henry's the far side. There was yeah, there was Henry's. two Henry's. Yeah. yeah. But Una, I remember being in Una's pub. My brother-in-law used to drink in there. 
Yeah, well, I remember Sean's father playing in Enda McGuill's. I remember that, your father playing I remember him up in the corner, in the piano, and at the time, the song that always sticks in my mind was, uh, we were all at the movie, Love Story, mm-hmm. with Ryan O'Neill and Ali McGraw. Oh, well, well played, Paddy, you yeah, remember oh, the yeah, name. I'd be on a quiz team. Oh. But uh, I remember Andy Williams singing the song, and I thought it was fantastic. And still to this day, I love that song. I remember going into Enda's, because we were all young that time, you know, but they're the only ones in the dog that had a toasted sandwich. Ah, that's true, you know, yeah. And it yeah. was just unbelievable. And we had it there on a pint of McCardles. And uh, I said to Barney, to Sean's father, you don't know love story. And like that, he played a whole lot of, mm. you know, and I said, Jesus, that's Lovely piece of music. Lovely piece oh, of music. Oh, he, very, he was a genius. He says to me one day, he says to the family, he said to the family one day, we're all in the house. And uh, my, my mother said to me, you know, you remember Kathleen Duffy, my mother oh, yeah, said, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Kathleen was home that time. She was working and living in Dublin. But anyway, uh, my father said to me, uh, I'm thinking of buying a, 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 an electric organ, an organ, you know. So he showed me a brochure, you know. And he was he was retired. He was retired. He worked in the building all his life to his, to his detriment because that's what happened. He had bad chest. But anyway, says so Daddy, I said, if you want to buy an organ, you buy it. You know, and he bought the organ. I took it into McWills, and that's that's where you heard him playing. Mm. Yeah, lovely yeah. player, was, wasn't he? You remember Paddy Hamels? You remember Paddy? Hamels? Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. Not a great pub. Paddy, uh, uh, Paddy used to play in Paddy Hamels as well, and that's when Kathleen came over with her husband that time, Brian Griffin. Uh, Frank. Yeah, Frank Griffin, yeah. Thanks, Joe. And we all met Josie and Kathleen, my mother and me, Molly. You yeah, know, and the there was a sing-song in it by the beat the band. Absolutely. And anybody uh, could. Yeah. Uh, anybody and I know, I think I give you a copy of it. We have a tape. I have a tape. And Josie's the only one left, is it? Yeah. Huh? Josie's the only Josie's one. Josie's the only one that's left. And how yeah. is she doing? I haven't She's great, Joe. She's just terrific. Now, we were out there one day with her, with uh, myself and all that, she went down just to see how she was. Mm. Uh, but last year, yeah. of course, the tart was made on the table. That's how oh. the bacon was taken. Can't beat it. Oh, well, yes. And anyway, just we're going to wrap it up now because. I think we've gone past our time, but uh, doesn't time play when you're enjoying yourself? Time play. It's, it's you're great. having a great laugh there. It's, it's <laughs> great. It's great to be able to reminisce about years ago. You know, yeah. like I can okay, tell you one thing, Pat. There's more stories to come. Yeah. Oh, it's we only starting to wind up now. We like we like to wish Alvaro the very best. Oh yeah, and the camera crew as well. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> on the whole, on the whole, it can be tough. Oh, yeah. It can be, can be tough I, on the I whole. I don't know. I think, I think they're doing a, a new movie, The Black Hole. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I think it is. In the valley, the Black I Hole, the valley. Over the cuckoo's <laughs> nest. I forgot to. But I, ho- I hope he's well anyway. Yeah, I'm sure coming. he'll be here at the next Salvation uh, well, Show. I mean, at the next show, Salvation Army. In, uh, a very short notice. Well, we asked some three stories. Well done. Well done. Yeah. It's not easy. But, uh, it's not easy. But uh, I want to thank Chris as well. Chris is our cameraman here tonight and sound engineer. And I hope you will join us again. I hope this brings back a few memories. If you have memories, do let us know. important. No, I feel important. Yeah, you can follow us on YouTube and Spotify anywhere. And you want us to, if you want us to edit any bad language, yeah. you can do that for you as well. And if you feel that there's something you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. We will. We look into it. There will be a few videos you'll see of what we are talking about. So uh, on behalf of myself, Paddy Mac, goodbye. And Sean Mac and Andy, goodbye. And Joe Duffy, goodbye. And from Chris, that's a wrap. <laughs>